When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. <laughs> Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our website, selfcareirl.com to sign up for our exclusive membership community, which is filled with gems to help you cultivate those much needed life shifting healing experiences. In last week's episode, I shared with you guys that my name, my government name, the name that my mama gave me is Taisha. And before last week, not many even knew what my real name was. I don't even think that this week's guest, yes, we have a guest this week. (laughs) I don't even think that she knew what my name was before last week. So you were really only privy to what my real name was if you had cut me a check or (laughs) if you were like my family. And even today, when I said my name just now, girl, I, I cringed. You know, I might need a therapy session behind this because I'm not totally sure if I can unpack this by myself, which is why in today's episode, I am sharing the mic with my good, good girlfriend, Lavandra Lavandra Shinholster, girl, and I practice, I practice how to say that so many times, wait, how do I unmute your audio? This is dumb. Says unmute my there we go. Okay, I got it. <laughs> and listen, I practiced how to say your name like a thousand times, but I know I knew that I was gonna Karen the hell out of your name. <laughs> <laughs> you really <laughs> because did. Because if you notice, I typically just try to avoid it. <laughs> but everybody. Anyway. Knows. For those who don't know, Lavandra is also known as Typical Black Queen on the internet. She's also a content creator in YouTube from the DMV, and her and I met at a brunch that appeared to be segregated (laughs) amongst a table of Black women, and we found ourselves on the dark side of the table, and we became friends. That story in itself is probably a podcast (laughs) all its own, but welcome, Lavandra. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, you did pretty well uh, mispronouncing my name, <laughs> like, you know. Shinholster. I have to say it slowly. Yeah. <laughs> it took a long time for me to learn how to actually say and spell my name, so when people try on the first time, I give them time to, you know. Yes, yes. I mean, after, like, maybe 
a year of you saying it, you better get it. Right. <laughs> well, for me, even though I've known you for about two years, that's probably only the third time I may have had to say it out loud. Like I used to just say Lavandra or Vandra. So give me some time still. I'm still in my year grace period. <laughs> you definitely are. So I thought of you when, actually, I think I, I mentioned your name in last week's episode when I talked about like just being kind of ashamed of my last, about my first name rather. Um, and I kind of mentioned like, I had a friend named Lavandra and a friend named Shaniqua and like it's it's not lost on me that women black women who have very kind of deemed ethnic names are usually stereotyped as ghetto or Mm -hmm. you know uneducated what has been your experience you know with being a Lavandra So I have a stigma with both parts of my name, my last name and my first name, but my first name in particular, because I am a dark skinned woman. Um, I'm very, um, I would say loud. And sometimes even with my friends, I'm obnoxious. So when they know my name, they're like, oh yeah, that fits you. That's that LA right there. Three (laughs) syllables and it ends with an A. Yeah, she's ghetto. So I got that a lot growing up. Um, The the uh, mispronunciation of my name and I feel, I feel like my name is easy, you know, the first, part, the first part is definitely like, it's even spelled like La Von Dra. Like it's really right. hard to get that. Um, but yeah, people, you know, people, they don't always try to chop it down. You know, I've been lavender, <laughs> lavender. Uh, yeah. I've been lavender, um, Lavanya, Lavana. Um, There's no Y in there though. <laughs> Listen, I've been Yvonne. There's also no E in there. (laughs) At all. So I feel like um, a lot of people, they try to lump us LAs into one group. And that's just not how it is. Like everyone has a different characteristic about them, but it's not because of their name. Um, I'm more of who I am because of how I was brought up, like the school systems that I was in. And, you know, I, I was middle-class. My mom was in the military, you know, we weren't poor, poor, you know, I, was telling I, someone I didn't that, know we were poor. I was going to say, I was telling someone the other day that I didn't really realize that I was middle-class until I became like an adult and yes. began to tell stories of my poorness that didn't equal other people's poorness. <laughs> I was like, uh, like a story, me and my friend, my close friend, her name actually is Quanisha. And she, and we, me and her got into it because I told her I didn't know what food stamps looked like. And she was like, Listen, everybody knows. Lavandra, I have like, never I in my life seen a food stamp. Don't never. know what it looks like. Don't know. Like when they showed on TV, I assumed that like the TV version is a fake mock copy. And they're like, no, that's exactly how they look. And I'm like, oh, didn't <laughs> I wouldn't know. have known. I was two years that. old. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's a lot of stigma that comes along with me. Um, in my name and people assuming that I'm like, I guess, from the hood or I like stay on the streets and stuff like that. No, that's not me. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's some facts that I had pulled um, beforehand. There was a study, and I'm going to mess up this person's name, but it's very long. But there's a study from two Harvard folks, uh, Marianne Bertrand and Sen Hill something. Y'all just know I can't pronounce things. But anyway, they, they sent nearly 5,000 resumes to 1,300 job ads they found in newspapers in Boston and Chicago from fictional 
applicants with very white sounding names like Emily Walsh and Greg Baker and very African American sounding names like Lakeisha Washington and Jamal Jones. The names were randomly assigned to higher quality and lower quality resumes and submitted for administrative support, clerical, customer service, and sales openings. What they found was that the white names got 50% more callbacks than the black names, regardless of the industry or occupation. The crazy part, what blew my mind about this stat was, guess what year this was? Like last year. <laughs> 2000, 2014, still like last year. Basically. Still, the last, yeah, still not crazy. enough time for you to be like, oh, that was a long time ago and we've grown. And so mm -hmm. when we go through this whole Black Lives Matter and, you know, all Black Lives Matter, we can't forget that just as simple, something as simple as our identity can be a problem for most of us in Black, of America, in Black America. Right. Actually, I think we should call it Black of America. I just made that up, but I feel like it's a good thing to say. <laughs> now, when I started blogging, I went by or I chose the name Ty Alexander, and not many know the story behind this. Um, and I, one of the reasons why I did the episode last week is because I didn't feel comfortable saying my name when I started blogging in, in 2010 which was not, you know, 10 years ago, but still long enough that you think we'd have a little bit of progression. And even in 2010, I didn't trust that the industry would allow me to be Taisha in, in, in my full capacity and, and be able to get sponsorships and brand deals and all of this stuff as my Black girl name. So I started to go by my nickname, which is Ty in my family. And then Alexander is my dad's middle name. Now you've always been Lavandra or Vandra. What gave mm -hmm. you the courage to just be able to, you know, be perceived as your black girl name? Um, especially with me doing my self brand, I've thought a lot about, you know, I mean, typical black queen, I felt like, even though that's pretty long, I felt like that was easier to say than, hey, that's LaVondra Shinholster. Oh, I never like, even thought of that. Yeah, so I, the reason why my my personal brand, excuse me, is not my name, is because my name is so long and so difficult oh. for not only my audience. Just for everybody, pronounce, right. Just for everybody. So um, you should see the emails of oh, like wow. people. I'm like, it's written right there. So I understand <laughs> how you messed up writing it, but okay. Um, but what's crazy is I wanted to uh, touch on a point where you were talking about um, names with, you know, in the work industry. I really, for some reason, I always ended up getting a job that I apply for. And I think a lot of it had to do with my last name. Not so oh, much my first name. I think it yes. because of if what, I was like, what is the what is the origin of your last name? Like is so is, my last name is German. Okay. Uh, it's um, Schnauzer, uh, but it's a of course a derivative of the actual name. So uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, I I would always get a call back. You know, even if I didn't mm -hmm. get the job, I would always get an interview. I and what dawned on me was when I actually had got this job, um, it was at a car dealership didn't know it was German owned. And the guy who owned the car dealership came in, I was the receptionist. And he came in and was like, you know, greeted me. And he was like, you know, are you the new receptionist? And I'm like, 
Yes, he's like Lavandra Chenosta, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's me. So and you can thought, see this. He thought you were white. This white German man's like face, like I thought I was hiring a white German. Oh, no. Wow, <laughs> I'm the slave of a white German, probably. So here I am. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so my name, my last name, has definitely gotten me in places mm. in the workforce um, because they probably saw my first name, but once they saw that last name, they were like, oh no, yeah, she's definitely white. <laughs> like mm-hmm, And German, no. because you know, yes. wow, I, I don't think I, you know, I've known you for a while, but I've never even put that together. So it's just so crazy how we have similar stories, but on the opposite end, like you obviously right. have benefited from being adjacent to whiteness in some ways. Mm-hmm. So it's just so it's just it's unfortunate also just very interesting. So when you when you were thinking about blogging, you basically took on the moniker because people could couldn't right. pronounce it or just like the perception of it. Because or- of the perception of it and the fact that um, people couldn't pronounce it, I felt like it was easier for me to get I wanted to uh, dive deep into who I was um, as a person, you know, typical black queen that uh that whole name came up of, um, I, I felt like a person who has always been on her, her A game, always 100%. That was the typical me. So I was a typical queen in an instance. So add black in there because you know black power, typical black queen <laughs> came up came about. And so even now when I, you know, pitch to brands or, you know, brands come to me, I always let them know, hey, my name is, you know, Lavandra Shenholster, but that's my brand name. So when we're talking, you don't have to call me that. <laughs> you can mm-hmm, call me mm-hmm. Lavandra so, Listen, you know, or Michelle. You know, I was gorgeous and gray for years and <laughs> I still be like, girl, I ditched it for like, I want you to call me by my whole name, please just exactly. call me. I, I don't know. I don't want you to call me Taisha just yet. I'm not, I got to go through a few therapy sessions to be okay with that. <laughs> but right. I don't want you to call me by gorgeous and gray. So I totally get it. Now I know Michi as Michi. What is his name for real? <laughs> Which is your son? What is your son's name? My son's full name is Dimitri Preston Shenholster. So, so when um, you were when you were picking a name for Dimitri, did it ever dawn on you like you know not to name him a black name or you know yes. thinking? Okay. Yes, that's exactly. I named well. Dimitri is actually a Greek name. Um, it means to harvest. Um, uh, like Greek mythology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I went into that. Um, and actually, it, on the feminine version of it, it means um, uh, like, um, what is it when you get pregnant a lot? What is that? Like, fer- fertility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, fer- <laughs> so at the time, I'm like, oh, you know, I got pregnant. And that means I'm fertile. So yeah, here's Dimitri. So I put that together. <laughs> I just made up any type of like okay. reason why. But um, for Dimitri, I wanted him to still have that that unique name, mm-hmm. but I didn't want Demetrius. I knew that wasn't because I felt like that was too common. So I wanted something that will be unique but strong. Yes. Um, his middle name is Preston, P-R-E-S-T-Y-N. I put that mm-hmm. Y in there because I'm Black and that's what Black people do. We <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> so I put the Y in there. Um, but uh, Well, his uh, his biological father's first name is Justin with a Y. So I put Preston. Okay. Um, and then he has my last name. So, and even, and Dimitri is very proud of his name. You know, mm-hmm. very proud. To the point has he, he has like, he ever told you any like stories of like, 
race and, you know, kind of, you know, being biased at school because of his name or just, you know, being dark skinned or anything like that? No, I think it's more of him. Well, he's eight, so he really doesn't. I think that stuff flies over his head for the for most part. For now, until so, you remember yeah, it when, now, when you're 42. So and you're like, oh. <laughs> but I make sure I kind of like, you know, instill that in him. I constantly tell him that he's a handsome black boy, a dark skinned black boy. Um, he's very tall for his age. I'm like, you know, some people will call you big. I'm like, you're big and you're black and you're beautiful. So I make sure I instill that because I really didn't get that growing up as much. Um, I was the darkest one in my, my household. Mm-hmm. And so my mother and my brother were like maybe two or three shades lighter than me. Um, and all my family that look like me, that's my hue with the last name, were all down south. So mm. like I only felt comfortable amongst my people when I was down south with my people. Um, and even even my last name, even though I had some pretty good things that came with it, you know, the people in my area, you know, I grew up in urban areas like Seat Pleasant. I'm in Southeast now. I'm not sure if you just heard that gunshot, but DC, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> in southeast dc so when even at my job people we address each other as um, with our last names and oh i get i get like made fun of a lot i get shit holster shine holster yeah i get at this age like we're are we in high school they're older than me and they continue they've made jokes my entire 12 year career there so it's to the point where now it's like you you, there's nothing that you can say that i hadn't heard you know so yeah and but i used to younger my last and first name i was so ashamed of it to the point where when people got it wrong i didn't correct them i'm like yeah that's my name whatever So now it's like, uh, no, it's LaVondra Shin Holster. So I make sure I say it a couple of times so they get it and Mm -hmm. we can move on. Yeah, I think that's what I'm I'm glad and and I am enjoying the whole movement that our generation has kind of passed on to, I guess it's Gen X or Gen Z. Who are they? Gen Z, I think they're called. Um, Yeah, but I, I think that that's what I love most about these last two generations is how we have begun to be so Black, so unapologetically Black, and say, you know, this is my name. This is what I want to call it. Because I remember being a kid and the teacher would be like, Tahisha, Ta- just call me Ty. Don't, don't yeah. even bother. Like you're doing too much. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, I'm still at the point of, you know, cause it's funny. I was going to change my name when I got married, I was going to just cut off the Isha and just be Ty. And then my mm-hmm. middle name was going to be Alexander and Williams, how I go online, like online, I'm Ty Alexander Williams. So that's what I was going to change my name to. But then I had this kind of like awakening of sorts of like, well, why am I changing my name? You know, like, why do I have to conform and, and, and erase essentially a part of my identity to fit in and be, you know, acceptable? This is Jess Betancourt, the host of DNA ID, the only true crime podcast that exclusively covers cases solved using forensic genealogy. DNA ID goes behind the headlines to answer your questions about this remarkable new crime-solving tool, how it works, how cases are selected, why the cases were unsolved for so long, and how the justice system is addressing it. I include input from law enforcement to give you the inside scoop that we all crave with a straightforward, no-nonsense delivery. You can find DNA ID on any podcast platform. Episodes come out weekly on Mondays. 
I'm Dr. Megan Sachs. And I'm Dr. Amy Sloshberg. And we're the host of the podcast Campus Killings. Our show covers some of the most sinister crimes to take place on or around school campuses, or the cases we discuss have a school-connected theme. And with the new school year comes an all-new second season of Campus Killings, which will debut on September 16th, 2023. But if you want to listen to Campus Killings now, you can binge all the episodes from season one. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Like that's just Which a crazy. lot of people do. Like a, a lot of people do that. My oldest brother changed his entire name. Like he. Oh wait, what was his name at first? His um his full name um from my mom and my dad was Andrew Jonathan Shinholster. Okay. Um, it is now Andres Jonathan Martinez. Oh, so he changed it to be black or eth- more ethnic er. He's more ethnic er. Because <laughs> so, Andre I mean, Andre is definitely a more. Old, I feel like it's an older black name, but also could be a white person. But I think we've adopted as like black. I think when you see the the name Andre, you think that it's probably a black person. It definitely is a black person. <laughs> <laughs> so his his I, was his thought process to be more like black um, on paper, or what was his? My, no, my brother uh, because he he changed the last name to Martinez. I think it's more so. Also, to where get did Martinez old. come from? I have no clue, but <laughs> don't ask, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm actually Latina. I'm, I'm confused. He's in Jersey now, so he identifies more as, I guess, Latino. Um, he's fluent in Spanish and, you know, things like that. Yes. Yeah, don't she see me raising, y'all don't see me raising my hand. <laughs> yes. Um, Taisha, yes, in the back. <laughs> but is he Latina? I don't understand how you can no. identify. Okay. That's another podcast. And again, this is, this is where it it becomes self-care in real life because we don't understand how weighted our identity is. And so the fact that someone who is born black now kind of says, well, I'm going to be Latina probably for a host of other reasons. Yes. Like that's just crazy there's definitely me. some race trauma there yeah so yes. he kind of wanted to, to disassociate himself with... so is he light skin or dark skin like what's the story but like how how he presents to the world he is um i guess if he was of if he was of latino 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 with the x descent he would be considered like dominican because Got he it. has a dark like an afro latina okay. yeah afro uh afro latina but he That's wouldn't crazy. be he's he's way lighter than me so okay you know, so uh, you know me and him he could pass let's just say I probably that is I I have never heard of modern day people passing like that is crazy (laughs) and actually changed his name to Martinez it definitely is and it's crazy because at one point uh, once he turned I think 18 or 19 because he was born in Germany my both my parents were in the military so he was born in Germany so he had you know had to pick his citizenship and stuff like that so he had like an option to be like no I'm German or black, but then oh, he decided really? to be, yeah. So but is that was, how like, it works in the military? You can like just pick which which what you want to be. At a certain age, you just have to you know you pick which you know where, where you want to go, who you who you want to claim, what set you repping. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know I unfortunately did not have that option. You know I, I am. People still look at me and, and ask me if I am. I'm 100% African. I was about to say, because I'm, I'm sure they think you're from Nigeria somewhere, girl. Yeah, they, or they think I'm from like the deep South because, you know, they have that look and I have that look and I'm like, it's nothing wrong with it. I love it. Um, but then when I tell them my name, they're like, what are you? And I'm just like, 
I'm black. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's I'm such black. a traumatizing experience. I had talked about the other day about like the first time I realized that I was black. For you, was it an experience or did someone tell you or warn you that you were black? It was kind of in-house and in, in, out of house. Like I said, um, I was the darkest one in my household. So, you know, me and my brother would get into it. So he would kind of make jokes like I'm adopted. Um, you know, uh, he made this joke where I was I was born at Andrews Air Force Base and um, basically in Suitland, Maryland. Yes. So he would make these jet black like jokes because you know air force you know planes jet black so i girl if y'all can see my face right now (laughs) (laughs) like it 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 really you know it really started like in home and out of home maybe in like elementary school i could i could go back there was this one boy he used to pick on me for the longest time and then eventually like end up as i got older he slid into my dms like hey what's up like no of course you know they always do that so i remember him always teasing me um calling me like a burnt roach or burnt toast or it was one day and i will never forget this at my my age of 34 this was in like third grade he valentine's day he brought me a gift like he literally wrapped it up it was a doggy biscuit and he like he gave it kidding me me. an actual doggy biscuit and like everybody started laughing and it was just so humiliating and this is me as a child and I still feel that like how I felt because I was the darkest girl in the classroom yeah yeah girl when I tell you that colorism is it starts (laughs) (laughs) all you can do is laugh because it's it's so absurd to think that our differences are are just pitted against us even in our own culture like i think i'm on the acceptable side of brown you know but had i been a few shades darker and and depending on how i tan i'm dark skinned now and it's like i've i've definitely benefited from not being dark skinned as well as light-skinned people and it's like it's it's just crazy to to unpack because you don't realize until you have these kind con- like even listening to you, I'm like tearing up. Cause I, I can remember stories as a kid, like being made fun of for my hair, which is good. Right. <laughs> cause I couldn't have a Jerry curl or cause it didn't nap up like everybody else's, you know? And it's like this idea that people just can't be different right. is traumatizing. And so we yeah. hold, we hold that those little breadcrumbs, I call them, for our entire lives. And to your point, now you're 34 and you're unpacking this and you're like, this has basically shaped who I am as a person. It definitely has. And so you could, you could be, so yes, you're the proud black queen and you celebrate your skin, but you could be the opposite where you're ashamed of it and you change your last name to Martinez. Exactly. And I tell people a lot in my journey that I, I literally just got here. Like Ooh, this is talk this about is that. Talk about newfound that. Found for me Listen. accepting who I, I am as a dark skinned black woman in America with a long name, uh, LA three syllable in with the RA name. I've I've just recently in the past couple of years accepted that about myself. So this And that is, is absurd new. that we are thirties and forties and just now mm-hmm. being able to say I'm proud to be black craziness but now you can't tell me nothing so now you can't tell me nothing because i'm fly okay (laughs) but let me tell you this this is funny because 
I knew your name was not just Ty. I mean, so I would, does, this was a moment where I was like, I wonder, her, I don't want to be rude and be like, what's your real name, girl? Because I thought that was just like weird. <laughs> so I had a moment where I was like trying to like piece a name together for you. I'm like, yeah, she looked like a Tylesha or Almost. a Tyshawn. Like, I was like, but Taisha, I didn't. I never said Taisha. That was not. And it's crazy because whenever people, <laughs> whenever people say, "What's your real name?" and I'd be like, "Well, you can guess it." People normally, typically say Taisha. They they normally get the spelling effed up because my mom put a thousand vowels in it. Like, girl, the E and the I make the same sound. <laughs> you don't need them both. <laughs> you don't need them both. What's going on? I'm like, you could pick the either the E or the I is silent, whatever you want to choose. But one of them is silent. You don't need both of them. <laughs> I know it's I know Ty stands for something else. But Remember, I honestly I like, I love your I love the name that you have. I mean, I love your name, Taisha. That just makes me feel like a lot more closer to you now. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, she with the us at the us. end. I'm yes, with the E the she got the three <laughs> syllables and everything. So we're here, you know. Not the three but syllables and everything. I cannot. It's also refreshing <laughs> to know that you kind of get it like okay yeah. she gets she gets it she gets the fact yeah. that you know these names the reason why and, and, and it's so crazy for me because all I am all I'm dropping off is the two first letters so Lavandra like it's still my whole name like you might mm -hmm. as well just say my whole name but adding that I LA just you could have been like Avani or something or Avon like if you wanted to be real well, creative call me I have so many nicknames it's ridiculous I oh, wow. Bonnie Vondra Von V um my mom actually calls me Bobby what that's well, like where does Bobby come from <laughs> is your middle name something no my middle name is Andrea so I don't where Bobby come Bo from Girl, I Bobby. love black people we just make up a name so my dad's name is Roger okay they call him Pete. like go home Roger yeah what? like go home Roger but they call him Pete where is Pete from Right. I don't understand. My mom's name was Yolanda. They called her Denny okay. from her middle name, which is Denise. And so they called oh, her Denny. Okay. I'm like, I just don't, we just name people any kind of way. I have an uncle Anything. whose name was John. His okay. nickname was Huggy. Because <laughs> he was fat. <laughs> Huggy. Wow. Yeah, those well, nicknames was, are Uncle Huggy all my life, and I didn't even I was I thought his name was Huggy until I got older. I was like, oh, his name was Huggy. <laughs> yes, yeah. I um, we call my brother by his middle name, which is Jonathan, and it wasn't until I got maybe in my like middle school that I found out his real first name, which is Andrew. I'm like, oh, this whole why are we why do we call you Jonathan? Why why are we not Listen. calling him Andrew? I don't understand it, but I don't ever call him that. I don't call him whatever name he wants to call himself, I call him by what I know him and that's Jonathan or we call him like Johnny or Johnny Appleseed. But other than, other than that, no. But Ooh, what wait. my mom told me about Bobby was my brother couldn't say baby. Oh, okay. Like where's Bobby? Where's the Bobby? And so she started, but she's the only one that calls me that. She's the only Got one that it. says. Okay. That's, that has a cute story yeah, though. I could see cute. that. I could see that. I could see Bobby being a cute thing. Um, how long are you going to call Michi Michi? Until he doesn't want me to anymore. <laughs> that long breath, though. <laughs> he has his days because, no, it was a big thing about uh, Michi because, you know, at one point I was, people were calling him Big Meech. Like, oh, I'm like, no. Like Rick Ross. I said, no, no. Even though, like, in my head, that's his real dad. Don't call him that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's it. Not Listen, that's his real dad. I cannot. <laughs> I'm 
I am I, like I was a big Rick Ross. Like when before he lost all that weight, I was a fan. Like oh, his wait, voice so changed. You like, you like big guys? Things you know about like don't know about your friends. I like teddy bears. Oh, it seems like so much. I mean, work. I'm I'm an equal opportunity <laughs> lover. I like oh, everybody. I am not. Them teddy bears look like work. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> That's fat shaming. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, for for Michi, um, I'm like I'm stuck. He actually has a couple of names too. Um, it's Meech, Michi. I call him Meatball or Meaty, or I call him Fatty um, because he's like he's a, a he's not fat. He's just a thick boy, but he was fat when he was a baby. Okay, so, I would um, say he's definitely not fat now. I don't know where no. that. You should probably ditch that one. <laughs> It's like a cute little name I have for him. But now when we're in public, like if I um, introduce him, like when I signed up for, I had signed up for an online class for him and they asked like, what name did you want? I asked him because I know like um, William, the middle son, his nickname was Bug. But as soon as he hit like 10, he said, my name's William. And he let it be known that please don't that call me that, name. which yeah. I'm going to call you that anyway. Uh, but... <laughs> In the house, you know, I'll, or like in privacy, I'll call him that because that was make, what makes him feel comfortable. But I call him William outside. So once Dimitri starts voicing his opinion about, you know, what he wants to be called. But right now he's like, yeah, I like Michi. He said, you can, you can put um, Michi as a nickname or Meech. So. Yeah. I also think that boys or men um, just are more at liberty to say the things they want when it comes mm-hmm. to certain things like their name, like I think if it were a girl, they may let, you know, like how we let things slide more like, oh, what are you call me whatever, you know, where I think boys are more, you know, they're going to be like, no, my name is William or no, my name is Dimitri. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, yeah, they have, excuse me, they, um, they have more of that boost of confidence initially. And I'm not even sure why that is, but I know like I know how I felt about my name. So when I did name Dimitri and as he got older with him writing his name and correcting people, um, because a lot of people call him Demetrius. Oh, I'm like, your name's not Demetrius. Yeah, yeah. I said, let them know that it's Dimitri. Drop the US. It's Dimitri. So now he says, No, it's Dimitri. And um, yeah. if you know my son, he's very um I don't know how to describe him. I, he, my sister, I think, called him a uh, old white white man adjacent. So, so like he is very he has a very old soul. So like he'll he'll correct you, but it would be like you wouldn't think that it would be coming from an eight year old. Mm-hmm. Like today, he was like, "Excuse me, mommy, are you still talking on the phone?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> like, what do you want? It's <laughs> He's using all the syllables of the words. Yeah, I'm like, okay, but I can't be upset. So, in which that that's a stigma in its own. This this yeah, big, whole, dark skinned listen boy now speaking quote unquote air quotes proper, and you know going into this whole thing and like, come on now, like yeah. Um, when I when I named my I named my son Kari. And so it's Swahili, it means kingly. So like you, I wanted to have a name that had some power to it that, you know, signified his blackness. Um, and so I, 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 I was purposeful in kind of challenging the idea that a black man couldn't have a black name and be successful or be deemed successful. But I do mm-hmm. sometimes wonder um, like what, what he would be viewed as if his name was, you know, 
a Jonathan or a Billy, right. you know, you know, it, it does always cross my mind. And he has gone his entire life correcting people how to pronounce it. And at times he'd be like, why you have to name me this name that can't nobody pronounce? Because my, even my parents would call him Kyrie, which is not how it's spelled. It's spelled K-H-A-R-I. So it's literally Kari, the H is present and there it's Kari. And so he would be like, my own grandparents can't even say my name. I think he doesn't care anymore, but um, it's crazy. I, I often do wonder if white people, white women think about this, how to name their children in this much depth. You know what I mean? Well, they're not going to name them Karen. So that's not going to happen. (laughs) They're definitely not naming them Karen no more. (laughs) Poor things. I had someone in my inbox on my DMs on Instagram say, I'm a Karen, but I'm a good one. And so (laughs) I feel feel bad, but I don't because most of the Karens are doing all types of ungodly things. Um, they definitely are. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 crazy how the tables may be turning. I wanted to leave some parting messages for any dark skinned women or black women that may feel ashamed um on how to deal or how to cope. What would you say to the little Vandra in you, the you know, the the five or six year old dark skinned girl who's being teased? What would you tell her today about life and, and survival and such? Well, I will start off by saying that um, little la, whoever you are that ends with the A or E or the apostrophe E because you're, you know, your parents are very like, you know, fancy that you are beautiful. And I'm not just saying that because just to say it because my mom would tell me that. And I'm like, you're just saying that because you're my mom. You know, you are beautiful. Your name is important. Your name is who you are. And you must correct people when they say it wrong. That's the only way that you quote-unquote put respect on your name yourself so correct those people on your first middle and your last name um be proud of your name um and i think that we're in an age where even if you don't like it you know you you definitely can change it when you become a certain age and change it to something that you love you know i get our parents kind of do their own thing with their the naming of their children but if you get to an age where you're not feeling very confident in yourself because of your name you have the option to do that like no one should down you about doing that so um yeah you're definitely beautiful and keep using that name write it all over apply for those jobs you know do everything you can put your name on it so Awesome advice. What a great piece of advice on Freedom Day. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. <laughs> yes. <Cookouts> yes. <laughs> Girl, we on lockdown. Ain't no cookouts. <laughs> I went outside. I hate it here. <laughs> right. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I know that our viewers will have lots of questions for you. So where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitter at Typical Black Queen. And that's T-Y-P-I-C-A-L. Yes, B-L-A-Q-U-E-E-N. Had to think about it for a second. We can Um, spell. We can spell. We smart, girl. We We is smart. We is kind. We is black and we is beautiful. We is important. Um, You can also (laughs) reach out to me through my actual... um, my actual website, which is typicalblackqueen.com, where you can leave me comments and emails and stuff like that if you have any questions. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really do. You were my first guest. Out here creating history. Listen, out here creating history. They can't see my my hands, my bird hands. I don't even know what this is, but this is. No clue is that. Like, what's going on? Y'all should be here. Anyway, thank you so much, darling. I really do appreciate you. Having me. Thank you so much for joining me today and a special thanks to those of you who have faithfully listened and supported the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed and loved this episode. If you did, please do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. I also, I kind of think you like me, like we might go together. So go ahead and subscribe to my podcast so that you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Sunday. And I also want to encourage you to share this episode on IG stories, Twitter, Facebook, just do your girl a favor and share it so that we can keep the conversation going. When you do, make sure you tag me. I am at Ty Alexander and at self-care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening to me today. And until next time, toodles. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women.